Welcome to Mile Higher Podcast, episode 44, on the UFO phenomenon, Dr. Stephen Greer and the Disclosure Project. Hell yeah. <laughs> this is going to be an extremely interesting episode because we haven't done it. I mean, we've definitely talked about aliens and U- yes. UFOs and things like that, obviously. But we haven't really talked about it on a more deeper level and about the reality of what's actually going on in our world. And, and is there some type of ET presence here on Earth? And what are UFOs and all that kind of stuff? And I so. know you guys hear us talk about Dr. Stephen Greer a lot. Stephen. <laughs> How many times am I going to say that? Stephen. Dr. Stephen Greer. We talk about him a lot on this podcast. And some of you probably know him. And then some of you probably don't and are curious about him. So we're going to be focusing most of our um, discussion today around what he believes and what he has his put out there and, and his work, um, you know, because I mean, you can't just cover aliens in one whole. No, podcast. no, absolutely so this not. Is definitely um, more towards his world. Yeah. When you talk about ufology, too, you have to realize, like, there's all these different experts in this field and they all have different perspectives and have had different experiences and have, you know, a lot of different witnesses and insiders and things like that that they work with that. They get a lot of this information from and Dr. Greer is no different. And you probably may have heard of at least his Netflix documentary unacknowledged um, that did really, really well and is a great place to start. If you know nothing about, you know, ufology, the UFO phenomenon, and you're not really schooled onto the history and how real this phenomenon really is. So that is what we are, are focusing on, like Kendall said, but let's get into a couple other things before we talk about that. First things first, guys, we are really excited to finally announce we are going to be having launching. Launching, sorry. Launching Mile Higher Podcast official grinders. So that's yes. pretty exciting. It's very exciting because we know that you guys, this was like the number one requested merch product. And so the this is considered a specialty item because we had to like seek it out on our own and stock it on our own. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Unless you buy like huge bulks of it, it's very expensive to like make custom products. So yeah. So we're running a very, very limited supply of them. We expect to sell out pretty quick. Yeah. So definitely. um, if There's you only going to be 20 per color, which there's going to be black, blue and green. And these are really good quality grinders. They're really good. Yeah. They're high grade aluminum. They're the four parts. They're so big. if you're familiar with bigger than any grinder I have herb grinders, <laughs> marijuana grinders, you know that they a lot of them have multiple parts to them. So this is like the granddaddy of of grinders for sure. It's got the scoop, got the, <laughs> the shovel, it's got everything you need. Yeah, it really does. So those will be launching this week, and then we're also going to be launching our pop sockets finally. So yeah, there's going to be and some. And we're going to kind of see how the grinders go. We know that's very requested from you guys, and we kind of we didn't know whether we should get like higher end ones or if you guys wanted more like plastic ones so we went with the higher end ones for this round so they are a bit more expensive but if you guys have a lot of interest in it we're definitely um looking into a couple more options whether that's you know two other different options or one other different option but this is kind of the cream of the crop for grinders for sure out there (laughs) (laughs) but for sure if you if you use the green this is a pretty awesome grinder so Yes. definitely check that out and what time are they launching 3 p.m on friday mountain standard time so mountain standard time on milehiremerch.com which you can always get 10 percent off if you use the code mile hires so keep that in mind yes except on these grinders and yeah unfortunately certain specialty, items. specialty items yeah. right just because of how expensive yeah. they are for us but that is what's happening this week um let's get right into the patreon question of the week this coming from Ashley says, she said, hey, y'all, do you believe in inklings, intuition or premonitions? Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty basic yes for both of us. But do you like feel something is coming or happening at that very moment? And then you find out what it is. Well, it's kind of hard because I do have that. But then I also have times that I get inklings about something or I think something's bad or I get anxiety and it's completely like unwarranted and (laughs) for no reason. So it's kind of hard to say. I definitely believe in premonitions, intuition, especially of any of those three. I believe in intuition. Absolutely. Um, Having a feeling about something or trusting your gut if you really want to, you know, get into that. I I think um, when it comes to meeting other people or analyzing other people or kind of reading their energy that's kind of like an intuition so i definitely believe in that because which is something we all have yeah you believe in this gut feeling i think everyone has some not a psychic side to them but like a um i think not everyone's tapped into it but people everyone does have a connection with that other yeah they're not realm aware of. of it yeah or they think it's just a coincidence. And, yeah, or yeah, yeah, or they just brush it off as like all chance. So, no, I, I 100% believe in all of those things. And I've had many experiences in my life where I've had an intuition about something and, you know, obviously it ended up being true or it just, it saved me from major pain or major mistakes. But mm-hmm. I've also had intuition and not listened to it and then went the other way and then was like, ah, fuck, I should have listened to myself. myself. Yeah. Like so many times that I've, I've had that happen to me, but yeah, that's a very interesting question though. Definitely wondering what you guys think about that. But first things first, we got to show you guys, <laughs> we've been trying to work on something cause you know how we do subtopics every week and that's just kind of the way that we do our show. And we like to talk about a couple of news stories, woke news stories that, happen this week that are just interesting or just kind of you know more conspiratorial or something that just really doesn't hit you know people's radars and and we like to cover some of those things which is funny because we've ended up covering like that ufo sighting in in ireland we covered that then the next following week the mainstream news was all over it yeah and they were like mm-hmm. covering it too and then mm-hmm. everyone's like oh did you hear about this and they're like Oh, wait. Yeah, you guys talked about it. On You'll hear podcast. it on Mile Higher Podcast first, folks. <laughs> we'll try. We'll Here try. on the woke. Groundbreaking. But you guys got to listen to this. This is what we're working on, like a little transitionary sound piece. Which, I think we've nailed it. Let us know, you guys. Yeah, this is just let us know what you think here. And now it's time for woke news this week. There you have it. Perfect. There you have it. Perfect. <laughs> yes, I think that's good. You I know, think it's I think cool. There's nothing like a little Morgan Freeman in your day. Yeah, I mean, uh, who do, who else would you want to intro that? You know, I could have Gandalf do it. Mm, <laughs> nah, I think Morgan Freeman's legit. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, anyway, woke news. What's up on the woke news? All right. So this week, and you guys, of course, you know, we're tweeting us about it. And oh yeah, tweeting us up a storm. Everybody's kind of talking about this and obviously it's the passing of former president george hw bush he died this past week he was 94 years old and he was the 41st president of the united states so and why is this you know significant why do we you know why are we talking about this well the main thing is that there is if you remember back to our jfk episode um we talked a little bit about this but we've i think we've talked about it several times now but basically there's a lot of there's some evidence and a lot of people that believe that these JFK files, which Trump said he was going to release or whatever, and he well, ended up, you want to. Yeah, I'll just explain it. I'm, I'm obsessed with this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, I think it was in 1992. They set up a 25 year 
hold on the rest of the JFK files, which is just the remainder of the files. Some of them have already been released. Mm -hmm. And Congress, or I can't remember, I guess would be everyone, voted on pushing it until 25 years from now, which was 2017, correct? Or 2018? Yeah. When was that? Was it, were we already podcasting then? Yeah. Were we? So it must have been like. Well, there was, there's already been files before that. This was no, just, I know. this was the a last round release. of them. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it was last year, yes. but we weren't podcasting, were we? Yeah. I know that we were though. So it no, must it was have earlier been, this year. So er, that's what I was asking. Okay, so. Fuck, what year is it? Like, I, it's you're got me confused now. You're making me think it's 2017. Okay, stop, stop. I'm confused. <laughs> God. I thought it was like last fall, but apparently it's not. But anyway, they put this 25-year hold on. It, it came, and then everyone's waiting for them to be released. I'm like sitting there fucking checking my phone, refreshing Twitter. Like, they're going to finally release the truth about the JFK files. But of course, by the end of the day, Donald Trump released a statement saying, we are actually going to hold these due to names and addresses within it that they don't want to release it to protect someone's identity. It's yeah, they and basically said it was a national security concern concern, right? And I mean he got this is all the intelligence agencies So this is FBI CIA all Conglomerately talking and yeah, saying saying don't do Even not we said we this would do this because of living names and ad people that are living. well They didn't say living they didn't specify they just said they because say, okay. of names and addresses okay. within it so then most conspiracy theorists and people who believe in this figure that that name is George W or George H W Bush. Well, let me original George yeah. Bush, George Senior. So, and the reason the place we get this name or G George Bush's name from is actually found in a document that was mm -hmm. declassified in 1988. And basically, mm -hmm. this document is a memorandum of FBI Director J Edgar Hoover to the State Department, dated. November 29th, 1963. So this is right around JFK's. This is day after JFK's murder. And it describes a meeting between FBI and CIA officials talking about the reaction of the Cuban exile community to the Kennedy assassination. And the last paragraph states that the substance of the foregoing information was orally furnished to us and uh, by George Bush of the Central Intelligence Agency. Yeah. So this is before... George H.W. Bush actually was director of the in CIA the, yeah. in 1976. But people have asked him about this straight up. And he says, well, that was some other George Bush. Some other George Bush. In really, the CIA, dude? yeah. Really, dude? Then where is or he? Working with Come on. Guys. We know who exactly who that is. That accidentally slipped out. But that's what they're trying to protect in there. The, the fact that he was involved in all of it. They're trying to keep his name completely separate from the JFK assassination. Right. Because he wasn't supposed to be working on that right <clears throat> well and so now lied, that he passed away yeah. um a lot of people have been messaging me so many people so many of you have been tweeting me saying hey now that george bush passed away do you think they're going to release the files because a lot of people think that's what was stopping them is they didn't think they thought you know 25 years from now george hw bush will probably be gone but he wasn't but now he is so what's going to change with it but chances are they're not going to just they're not just going to release them because He's gone. They're pushed to whenever they've been rescheduled to, which is when. What do have you they, mean? They, they must have had a new... 2020, I want to say. Is yeah, there's is. a new release date. So it won't sure be until then. It doesn't matter that he passed away before. They're not just going to like, oh, okay. Cause, yeah, because I mean, they're not going to admit that that was the reason why right. they didn't release them. They're not just going to like wait till he's and dead. And honestly, you know? if they even declassify him and Because the really interesting thing and cool thing 
is that you can go look at all these declassified documents that we're talking about through the FBI vault. The CIA has a vault as well that you can just see declassified papers um, as well as there's a website called the blackvault.com, I believe. And he actually submits freedom of information request acts to the government to get information on all these different things and programs and, and such. And you can actually look through all of them through his website, which is really cool. And we'll talk a little bit more about that when it comes to UFOs, but um, it's also interesting to note that, and I don't know whether or not this is true or not, but it's from something that I read, there was investigative committees at that time when George H.W. Bush was actually appointed CIA director in 1976, that they were probing the possible role of the CIA into assassination plots to kill Fidel Castro, Martin Luther King, and then obviously John F. Kennedy. So what if there is also connections somehow through the CIA and George H.W. Bush that links him to Martin Luther King? Because oh, yeah, that's sure another one we absolutely got to cover because yeah, people too. don't know the Martin Luther King uh, conspiracy. I hate having to say conspiracy. Well, if you're but curious it's... about it now, in the meantime, you can definitely check out my video on it because it's very in-depth. And that is one of the conspiracy theories. I really, truly believe like there is so much proof that it's just it's crazy. Martin Luther King was totally assassinated in conspiracy. Um it's truly mind-boggling once you know the details behind that one. But yeah, I, I bet he is involved in that as well. J. Edgar Hoover was. He was, was in so. the CIA at the time that Martin Luther King was. Mm-hmm. They were plotting. Could have been yeah, plotting for sure. I mean, I know without a doubt he was involved. <laughs> There's so, no way he just stayed out of that one. They were all so fucking scared I of mean, him. I mean, I could see them waiting till like Bush Jr. is gone too. Like before. They, oh, if, yeah. if he's as heavily involved as as we think. Why would they release it in 2020 then? Because they have to because it's the past the year mark. Well, they're not going to be able to keep it forever because yeah. it's already been decided that it's freedom of the people. Um, or they'll just disappear and we'll just never know. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could just continue they to push just, it. I don't really know. I mean, how many cases of this kind of thing do we have? There's not. This well, is something serious. This is the American people deserve to know exactly what happened to their president. And the fact that we don't have these files is a total disservice to us as Americans, oh, first yeah. of all. Oh, yeah. So how long are they going to be able to continue to push that? And saying we're trying to protect someone makes them... People can't fight that as much, but like, how long can you say that? You so, can't go on forever. I mean, because people are going to be... It's just going to fuel gonna the conspiracy theory. It's going to fuel that to the point where... I, think I mean, I think too, they did yeah. like a survey on how many people believe that the JFK assassination has some type of conspiracy with it. It was... Well, I think that's part of it, too, is like they I don't think it's only they don't want to release it because of his name. I think that's a nice way, a nice excuse. There's but it's also be very too, I think probably. there's a lot of concern with the amount of Americans that believe this. I mean, the Gallup poll numbers for it are really high. I think it's like 60 or 70 percent of Americans believe in this theory. Um, and guess what? That's going to have a chain reaction. Exactly. If we it find starts out a lot of distrust. A hundred percent certain that the that U.S. government, took out CIA, took out John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Would change a lot. All Would change Beth, a lot. I mean, yeah, people are going to fucking wake up and be like, Whoa. "I think the concern with how many people still believe that how alive and well the theory is still twenty five years later that that's concerning." Why would they want to release that? Because, like you said, it fuels the fire. It's gonna if they see George Bush is in there, that just like makes everyone validated. That's that's just right. gonna bring in more followers, more believers. Yeah, in and it. guess where that road's gonna lead? Down the rest of the fucking rabbit hole, where you open one box and then you open another, and then it's just boom, boom, boom. Aliens, everything's fucking connected. 
that's the truth about it all is all these conspiracies and things that we talk about like don't doesn't it isn't crazy to you now that we research these all the time like how often you see the same fucking names uh, the same fucking things it's all it all ties in together just look at our episode titles and, and yeah. think about how they're all connected and if they could be connected and um they are and you're <laughs> like whoa yeah Sorry. this is crazy i mean you know we we talk about this idea of uh you know whatever <sighs> what take her bone he took her bone yeah too bad she keeps dropping them man sorry sorry sadie's sitting with us and she dropped her damn bone she dropped her bone she lost out here give her another one give her another All one right. Be bernie's such a jerk he she always steals one. her bar- her bone she deserves but she one. doesn't like being up high so she keeps knocking them off her thing. <laughs> bernie you already got one sorry pet parent problems i know we're trying to podcast with pets because they will literally bark you if know we what no one's ever there. complained has anyone ever complained get I your hate- dogs yeah. out of there <laughs> This is a podcast that's really serious. Yeah. Do not have pets on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I don't think anyone's complained about the dogs. Because who's going to fucking complain about a dog? Especially cute dogs. Yeah, come on. They're just here. They're like, they're woke cute. They're our audience when we're ta- sitting here talking to ourselves. So Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, all, right. it, all in all, it's just interesting to see, like you said, how everything's sort of making more Ties sense than together. I think we even realized. So, yeah, very bizarre. I guess we'll have to see what happens. Obviously, I, you know, George H.W. Bush is somebody's dad, somebody's grandfather, and I by no means mean no disrespect whatsoever when we talk about this stuff because at the end of the day, he's a human being, he's got family. I know we joke and we say, like, call him Daddy Bush and stuff. Yeah, like, we're just... Well, we do know. We know a lot about the Bush family. Do not like them. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm so sad that Bush died. No, I'm not a fan. But like, you know, yeah, like you said, it's someone's father. It's a human being. And he did serve our country. So thanks for your service, Daddy Bush. Yeah. I mean, he did more than I have for this country. For sure. No, he really did. And and yeah, I mean, it's always sad when someone passes away. You know, at side note, though, I'd like to say I'm really, really fucking sick of the media. Like when someone passes away saying... George H. Bush dead at nine, whatever. And then they have an age, 64, so-and-so dead at blah, blah, blah. Why can we not say, I think we need to replace the word, no, passed on. I think that's the best way to say it, passed on, because it fits anything, whether you believe they passed on into nothingness, into heaven, into their next life. Like, it fits anyone's version of it. It's widely respectful, and everyone understands what it means. Can we please stop saying so-and-so dead? Yeah. I just, like... If that was my parent, I'd be so upset. That's what I, that what really bothered me about his death was seeing how many people, it was just dead, dead. Former president, dead. It's just like so obnoxious. It is. I mean, but you got to understand what is the media's job? Just suck you in and grab your attention and get you, I know, get you like, hooked. Come on. That's how they do it. They, if they said passed on, nobody would stop unless they saw dead and bold. I think people would stop. stop. I would stop. I know what that means. You'd be surprised. People will flip through <sighs> the channels and they try to hope to get your attention with those big, bold, dead words oh, and shit. Oh my God, ridiculous. Yep, that's what they do, man. Well, I'm sick of it. Anyway. <sighs> Next story. There was some very mysterious seismic events that happened recently that are completely baffling scientists. Scientists are actually scrambling to find a source for a strange seismic event, which was picked up by sensors around the world earlier this month. The incident was reportedly first noticed on November 11th by an armchair earthquake researcher online who spotted something peculiar by the way of real-time seismogram displays available online via USGS. That's interesting. Some guy 
just chilling at home looking at the USGS website because you can see like the real time seismic was he just like he's just making hanging. some popcorn watching yeah. the seismic graphs that's, that's my ideal friday night. that's kind of cool though you. actually yeah i mean i guess if you're like the type of person who's really interested in that that would be fun and i guess he was he was the only guy that noticed the odd unusual seismic signals is it no one else's job to watch them that's what i'm saying like i'm, I'm, I'm sure there is but it just makes me wonder like it takes your ordinary citizen yeah. to like ring the bell and be like, oh shit, this is weird. Like, thankfully, he was Let's on there. Go on. Yeah, he just happened to be on there. And it got noticed on Twitter by a bunch of other seismologists who also found this activity to be very intriguing. This Ooh. activity is believed to have emanated from the near or near the tiny island of Mayotte in the middle or in the Indian Ocean. And this odd event stands out to scientists because a number of aspects surrounding this seismic wave is particularly unique. They specifically point to the single frequency monochromatic nature of the proverbial hum, which reverberated across the globe as well as what appears to be no triggering earthquake event that could be cited as a cause for this activity. So seismologists out there just have no idea how this could happen and they've never seen anything like it before. Interesting. So they're not sure... They're wondering what actually caused it because they really have no clue. What? They think it could have been maybe a slow earthquake or the shifting of subterranean magma chamber. But they still, so, that's just hmm. a guess, basically. Yeah. Well, what else would it be? This idea of a proverbial hum. Like, what if, like, the planet is, like, sending a signal or it's like a I natural be surprised if or the something planet does like emit some type of signal or like sound or it's like something wave. is happening within it i know i was just thinking that i was like does this prove like the hollow earth theory maybe there's some shit going down on there maybe they're doing like maybe they're drilling down and in uh making like a base yeah maybe they're hollowing out the earth yeah because why else was this missed do you think if someone wasn't just on there watching it would have just well, like maybe they were trying on. to keep the, it hidden or the keep USGS it on the DL. Definitely knew. I guarantee you the USGS knew about it. Yeah, and they weren't going to say anything because yeah, there was no events that were going to happen. No earthquake happened uh, as a result of it. So I think instead of like, here, here's yeah. the thing. So like, I think partly this is getting kind of big news is because this guy did bring it to the internet and say, "Hey, this is weird," because the USGS was not going to do that clearly, or they may have posted a little thing on their website but i doubt it would have ever made it to the news you know yeah, what i'm saying right so i think it was more of like somebody discovering something that the government missed or this organization missed so yeah that's what i think too i don't know it's pretty pretty interesting and it makes me think about all those like mysterious booms across the world and all these just weird sounds and trumpet sounds and all these other bizarre noises that i think we've talked about before that have been heard around the world and you know people credit that to a million different things some saying the end is near but um i don't know it's very interesting to think about because it could be something totally natural something totally normal that the earth is doing and maybe the earth is just changing itself like it's maybe it's there's things happening below the surface that we have no clue yeah i mean there's we only know so much at the end yeah. of the day i mean we don't have like a clear view all the way through the planet so we don't yeah. have any idea people are always shocked when we like don't know you know something yeah that it must be something like crazy or creepy or you know 
oh i know conspiracy if we don't if they don't know what it is which i mean fair enough but or somebody somebody wrote us a comment they're like uh everything that we can't explain we think is aliens <laughs> it's true it's true i could it be i was thinking it was aliens i was like maybe like their spaceship crashed into the earth really hard and it like picked it up <laughs> who knows man who knows <laughs> All right, this is something else I wanted to talk about just because this has been such a big fucking thing. And we talk about conspiracies on here, but I want to I want to talk about it from a very logical perspective, because like with anything, there's people that get carried away with things and there's people that just straight up make up fake, fake bullshit, which just discredits the rest of us and makes us all look Mm -hmm. dumb. So and we have to just, you know, we have to tread lightly with things with major incidents like this, especially fresh things. Like sometimes conspiracies pop up about, you know, think shootings that happen right after it happens. And it's very touchy to even think about. It kind of grosses me out even thinking about it. But of course you want to stay open-minded and see yeah. what people have to say. Asking but yeah. questions is, is fine. I think questioning things is fine. Yeah. And it's important to at least see what's, see it so you can make a decision on it or not. Right. Versus just ignoring and what, and what we're specifically referring to is some conspiracy theories that have popped up surrounding the recent California wildfires, which they finally got 100% contained. Yeah, which is hard to talk about. The yeah, idea that it hard. could be purposely done. That's like, I mean, if I had just gone through that, I would find that like almost offensive. So we just want to clarify that we don't believe that. We don't know. We don't know. So we're just kind of looking at what other people think. And yeah, well, I mean, here, I'll give here's the facts, right? Okay. So, sorry, Josh knows I'm a little bit sensitive about these types of theories. It just it's hard. I feel so sorry for people who go through things like this. Sorry, I'm like I emotional. <laughs> let's say if this happened to me, I wouldn't want somebody to come tell me and say, hey, yeah, somebody started this fire intentionally to burn down your your house and possibly kill you. Like, what would I'd be I think? so upset. I'd be pissed. I'd be but like, then at the same time, if that's true, yeah. you don't want to like ignore it so it's just like this it's very, very uncomfortable very touchy line that we always try to figure out how to walk but here's um, my thing here's my thing with any conspiracy theory right to in order for me to believe a conspiracy theory there has to be extraordinary evidence to support the extraordinary claims that many conspiracy theories make right there's got to be enough evidence to persuade me that this is real and in this particular case with the wildfires there is evidence quote unquote but as far as what we know the evidence is insufficient to say that the government started these wildfires with directed energy weapons in order to what burn down half of california yeah why i don't really see i mean i don't think enough people were affected by it for it to have been like well there's four fires so here's here's the deal there's four fires, and yes, they do not know how they started. They don't know specifically how they started. It's still under investigation, which uh-huh. it's a wildfire. It takes time for them to be able yeah. to just get in there, and then yeah, it's a mess. what do you have to look for? I mean, it can't be – it's got to be right. really hard to figure out how it started. Yeah. So there's I, – I saw it circulating on Twitter and YouTube. Right now, if you type in California fire, you get conspiracy, you get Agenda yeah. 21, you get laser beam, you get all these crazy YouTube videos because here's what people do. They capitalize on these types of events and some people just make up straight up lies and doctor up photographs mm-hmm. as in this case that I saw some photographs mm-hmm. that were supposed laser beams hitting hitting the that forest were fake, yeah. that were like tiny little. See, that's why it's so important that we address this, even though it's kind of uncomfortable, because there is fake things going yes. around. And Josh and I are all about truth, not just shock factor or believing something or trying to push something because 
it's interesting or it gets you views or you know something right so i want to know the truth about everything i don't want yeah. to believe in something just because it fits my narrative of my reality yeah. and the government and whatever else views and i, I don't have. want to rule it out either you know so it's just it's i don't know i don't know but, but we need to at least call it the bullshit and there are fake photos out there there are and and some of them have been completely debunked or they're just doctored or they're out of context i mean nothing there's nothing i mean come on like there'd be way more witnesses to laser beams like giant laser beams hitting the fucking forest if there was some type of attack like that i just feel like for it to be worth it for the amount of money and damage that it causes like a lot more people would have to yeah pass away if, if you're gonna go in that theory that the government wants to like get rid of citizens it doesn't make a lot of sense with the well, fires yeah and and when you look at the reality of the situation is but, it's i don't know it's primarily the wildfires have gotten worse because of climate change and because yeah it's gotten warmer things have gotten drier there's less precipitation and the wind has been really bad in california which is blowing the fires around and making it way worse than it normally is and just everything's fucking dried out so it's burning way more so there's a lot of logical reasons for why the fire started, why they could have done as much damage as they did. I mean, at least 88 people lost their lives and, and 49 oh, so people terrible. are still unaccounted for, <sighs> as well as just making tons, thousands of people out of their houses. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Paradise, California is like Gone. wiped off the map. It's just a yeah. charred wasteland now. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to bring this up because so many people are like, hey, have you seen this? I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. It's not fucking real. Like look do a little bit more research and you look at these accounts and you see the other yeah. shit they spread well you definitely got to be careful but it's hard like i mean some of this stuff looks really real and like it does people pass it's it on convincing. to us because they're they're like curious if we think it's real most of the time um but yeah i mean we feel like we got to point it out when it's straight photoshop because <laughs> yeah i mean if yeah. it, like you can <laughs> that really discredits of... us if we start believing photoshopped images here well one of the theories too was that there was these maps that were going around which basically showed the wildfires line up exactly in the same path as the California high-speed rail system. They say the fires are a plot to move people out of their way for construction of this new transit system, which would mm. lead to eventual state takeover. Which I, I'm just Wait, like, what? Yeah. That doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> right? But that's like, there was a map being like, look at it, there's the proof, they're trying to burn... Burn this whole forest down so, so they can build of this transit system. Paying people to move or to leave or forcing them to leave. That wait, what? That yeah. doesn't make sense. That so, doesn't make sense. Because people are saying like this is some type of corporate conspiracy. No, like, because just because entity. they burn it doesn't mean people can't fucking rebuild. What no, are you gonna tell people? Well, now it's been burned, so no one's allowed back. Like that doesn't make any well, sense. Well, no, the forest, like through like just cutting getting away. the trees out yeah, of the way. Yeah, getting the trees out of the way what yeah come on yeah. people dude really? the, i'm dead serious some, they think that it's a conspiracy to burn the fucking trees burn the to get forest them the down way. to build this tr this california high-speed rail system they're saying that the line of the fire versus the line of this proposed california rail system line up exactly which they don't by the way they don't if you look at a real map it doesn't <sighs> but people that's the thing is People are doesn't need to people are questioning things. Great. If you want to question it, fine. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. If you want to question it, yeah. theorize, fine. But don't push bullshit. But don't push it as like this is reality. That's the thing is yeah. people spread it online and as they don't true. make a note saying like this is probably not true, but here's my take on it. No. It's 
boom, this is what's happening because that's get views, shock factor. Well, we're in the age where people believe anything that they read if it's online. A lot of people, not everybody. We know you guys are pretty smart, but some people out there just will believe anything that's an interesting headline. Yeah. I mean, people ask me all the time, like they'll send me things from like, you know, those magazines about John Benet at the grocery yeah. store. Like, look, they found her body. It's like, dude, don't you think if they found her body, it would be like major national no, news? It wouldn't just be in this magazine at Walmart. No. It's just like, you gotta, if you're gonna be a truth seeker, you gotta make sure you really like dig through and that you always approach things with skepticism, but also an open, open mind. Right. Until you have enough facts and evidence to make up your own decision, especially before you pass something on and share it. Yes. You know, yeah. we don't, that's how fake news spreads around. Right. And that's a real thing. Like, yeah, it is a real and thing. And guys, it just makes us look so dumb. Like, yeah, it we, makes... if we want to be taken seriously, we got to have evidence to back up our claims. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why when we talk about JFK and Martin Luther, there's actual evidence. Nyla, there's actual Well, there's a whole conspiracy behind all of this. There's a conspiracy that the government releases bullshit theories onto the right. internet to make people believe it right. and make conspiracy theorists absolutely. look dumb as a whole. Absolutely. And I believe that that's true. That's why we, you know, there are absolutely stand up to this kind of stuff. Disinformation just, agents just push everywhere, by guys. the way, guys. There's disinformation agents everywhere, online, oh, yeah. in the media, everywhere. They're and writing they're, those articles. Yeah. Those articles that you see that are like, why so many Americans believe conspiracy theories? Let's look at why 60% of the country is stupid as fuck. Like, that's pretty much what they're saying. It's It's so... It's a way so to fake keep the, and obvious that it's, it's a fake. way to keep the true seekers quiet. Yeah, because people. when someone types in conspiracy theories, when who doesn't actually have the truth, it's going to come up. It's like, oh, this is debunked. It's debunked. No, it's not. A lot of them are not. So, no. yeah, just got to dig around yourself, you know, make your own decisions. But anyway. So, yeah, we just wanted to briefly talk about that. But let's let's get into this UFO phenomenon and, and talk about some really interesting shit when it comes to aliens, because who doesn't like talking about aliens, right? Mm, me? I know. I mean, I do. Yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> we both do. All right, guys. The UFO phenomenon. This is something very interesting and something that Kendall and I have really dived into the last couple of years, um, more so in the last year or two Two years yeah where we really got interested in this and this is what kind of led us down this road to dr greer and his work we've always been interested in aliens but then we like came across dr greer and then it was like whoa i mean really made sense yes like we watched unacknowledged and i swear my life changed that night i changed everything that i thought about everything like it was just so it was so much information it was so much evidence and proof it was like almost overwhelming going back all the way to like almost the beginning of history even like mm -hmm. i'm sure a lot of you have heard of like ancient aliens and the ancient alien theorists and our theories about extraterrestrials you know being there at the beginning with ancient cultures egyptians all that kind of stuff and how they may have been around at that point in time but he what dr greer did is he took all of the most like modern history when it comes to ufos going back to roswell and to up to all the way now and put it together in a very concise, easy to understand documentary that explains the UFO phenomenon and really shows you how real it actually is. And I still meet people that I'm like, I, I'm really into ufology. I'm into the UFO phenomenon. And they look at me like I'm fucking insane. They look at me like yeah. they give me this look like, like, huh? What? So you're a freak. Then. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're one of those guys. You're huh? weird. Gotcha. 
And and I I sometimes I forget that like some people that don't know anything about this just think it's completely bullshit. It's so funny to me too because yeah, because now it seems like so obvious. I mean, especially when you realize like how big everything is, it's like really. Well, just on a mathematical level, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that there'd be tons and tons of other extraterrestrial civilizations out there. Yeah. But the fact the fact that people don't even acknowledge that the UFO phenomenon is a real <laughs> thing and that there's tons and tons mm-hmm. of evidence to support this. And one of the biggest things that I feel like tons of people missed was the New York Times article that came out last December called Glowing Auras and Black Money, the Pentagon's Mysterious UFO Program. And this was basically talking about the Secretive Advanced Aviation Threat Identification Program, or AATIP, for short, was declassified and made public. Now, I don't, I don't think this sunk in for a lot of people. I don't think they even comprehended what this means. Yeah. This means that for years, the U.S. government, the Department of Defense, has been studying the UFO phenomenon. And, has and if that's been not enough proof for you right there, then... Studying it seriously. Sorry. And then they released that video, which you saw the like, yep. it's, it's like through the camera of a like fighter plane and there will be more things released, but there's already tons. Like, yeah, if you've never seen like legit UFO footage, I'll link a video that has a ton compiled into one that is verifiable. Yeah. Unident- this Cause there's a lot of fake shit out there too. There's Don't get me lot. wrong. That's why it's so important <laughs> to look at it all, man. Right. Be skeptical about exactly. it. So. When talking about the UFO phenomenon, we know that the U.S. government, the Pentagon, and like last week we talked about how the Pentagon had all this money missing from the budget. And so a lot of people think that they have been using a lot of this money in these types of programs that have been working with extraterrestrial technology and possibly even just, you know, studying aliens and and their uh, technology. So. One thing that's interesting that I wanted to bring up is there is somebody, there's a billionaire by the name of Robert Bigelow. And I don't know if you've ever heard of him. And I'm surprised a lot of people don't know who he is. But he is the um, owner and CEO of Bigelow Aerospace. And he actually helped fund this Pentagon program um, back in 2007 is when this program started. And they actually spent $22 million over five years in order to carry out research on, on UFOs. What's interesting is that this particular billionaire who's worked with top politicians in the U.S. government, he's very, very Mm. legit. (laughs) He was interviewed on 60 Minutes, all right? And in this interview on 60 Minutes, he talked about how his grandparents spotted a UFO on a canyon road outside Las Vegas. And he said that it really sped up and came right into their face and filled up the entire windshield of the car. And then it took off at a right angle and shot off into the distance. And then the reporter asked him, do you believe in aliens? And he said, I'm absolutely convinced and that's all there is to it. And this is Robert Bigelow, this big CEO. And he also went on to say there has been and there is an existing presence, an ET Mm -hmm. presence. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the reporter is just kind of like looking at him like, what? Like, (laughs) this is crazy. Just like wide eyes. Oh, my gosh. And then he was asked if he expects to see forms of intelligent life as humans explore the universe, basically yeah, no discounting shit. all of that. And he replied, literally, you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> it's it's just here. like right under people's noses. That's oh literally what he said. Word for word. This is be like Elon Dude, Musk saying Do this. people really think someone is making this shit up? Like, ugh. that's the thing about Man. it. So 
how do like for those that are n very new to the UFO world, if you don't know how we essentially identify a lot of UFOs is a by their what they look like physically, their shape, but it's usually by the way that they move. And the biggest thing with that is many UFO sightings are very similar in the fact that we observe them moving at extremely high rates of yeah. speed. They look so like unnatural to anything else we see in the sky. They, They're so much faster than like it couldn't have been an airplane. Couldn't have no, been. no, it's crazy exactly. speeds. They are moving. Imagine hundreds of thousands of miles per hour through the air. And then on a drop of a dime, they can fucking switch directions without killing everybody on board. Do you think that our military has that technology, though, that can do that? Not like that. Not like that. I don't think they have the ability to switch that fast. They haven't gotten that far yet. I think they have anti-gravity craft that can move mm -hmm. similarly to that. Absolutely. But I do not think they have the ability to. Yeah. Because here's the other across. part of it is moving at a high rate of speed, switching, going another direction in a high rate of speed like that. Yeah. But also the fact that many of them dematerialize and then materialize. Yes, that's weird. Which they appear and then they disappear. Mm -hmm. They like can go invisible. <laughs> they can go invisible, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's the most interesting about thing about it. And because the the major split with the UFO phenomenon is like, is it man made technology of some sort, government, military, whatever, secret technology, or is this who else could it be flying these types of craft around? Extraterrestrials. That's the only other option, really. I don't think there's any any other options. So that's that's basically what we try to discern when we look at different types of UFOs. And that's what the U.S. government, Department of Defense, was doing. And they legitimized this. They literally, by declassifying all this information, and actually one of their former intelligence officers who actually ran the program, Lou Elizondo, who works for Tom DeLonge's company, To the Stars Now, which we'll talk about um in another podcast because their situation is pretty interesting too but elizondo was actually on cnn talking about the program obviously after after it was declassified and they're basically like oh yeah there's definitely ufos and we definitely have observed craft that we don't know what the fuck it is and he actually told cnn that the crafts studied by the Pentagon's program are displaying characteristics that are not currently within the U.S. inventory nor in any foreign inventory that we are aware of. Basically saying that many of the craft and UFO sightings they studied are not man-made technology because we don't have anything like yeah. it. Yeah, no one else nothing does. even close. Again, there could be secret stuff that he doesn't no, know about. But No, there probably yeah. is, but... But the fact that he is saying, basically admitting yeah. without saying there's fucking aliens, he's like, yeah, there's we don't know aliens, who's flying yeah. these craft. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So interesting. So if you've never heard of this particular organization, uh, there's an organization called uh, MUFON, which has been investigating and researching the UFO phenomenon since 1969. And they what they basically do is if you ever see a UFO, guys... And you're able to get footage of it or, you know, you get some pictures, whatever. You can actually contact these guys and report it to them. And they track every UFO sighting and oh, actually study it and follow through with it to, to try to figure out, you know, make sure it's legitimate and try to see if they can figure out what's going on with it. And they've gotten over 100,000 UFO reports over the past five decades. 
That's insane. So there's a tons of people are seeing them. Mm-hmm. Are, I mean, you guys are seeing them. Yeah, I mean, we get sent. Them I've gotten every sent day. stuff. One girl sent me a uh, video the other day, and I was I was like, this is legit. Yeah, was it, it the was one a, that was like a couple different ones moving together? Someone sent me one that was like four different lights that were like moving. No, together. I didn't see it was that. Really one. weird. I think this. I think she was in Texas. God, Someone we get sent stuff all the time, though, guys. It's crazy, and I mean, a lot of them are airplanes, or can be ex- explained or something right. like that. But like some of them, I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck that is, dude. Yeah, it's weird. Remember the one we someone sent me from Canada that was really weird. That was like blinking. It was like a blue light, and then it was a red light, and it would like change. It was so weird. It was crazy There's stuff. A, uh, I, I'm like, why the fuck haven't we seen one yet? I don't know. I just want to see one. Our best friends have John and Janelle. I'm pretty sure have something like flew over their car. It was crazy. That's a whole nother story. We got it. Don't. I think they should come on the podcast sometime and tell that story because it's weird. Yeah, we should. Because yeah, I, I would love to hear tons of people's experiences. Because I mean, tons yeah. of people have had very profound experiences with unidentified flying objects. I want to interview someone who's like claimed to be like fucking abducted. Oh yeah, we will. I wanna, really? Oh yeah. Oh well, hello. That'd be so interesting. No, absolutely. We're going to have some really good guests, you guys. 2019 is about to be lit. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> so, MUFON, they have stated that, one, UFOs are real. Two, UFOs represent extremely advanced technology. And three, tremendous breakthroughs will happen if we make it safe for our scientists and engineers to study this phenomenon unimpeded. These breakthroughs involve fields of propulsion, energy, communication, biology, and consciousness, just to name a few. So the uh, the fact that there was this program, the AATIP, is 100% evidence that the U.S. government has been researching and taking the UFO issue very seriously for decades, despite claiming no interest in the phenomenon since 1969. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure many, many of you guys do know that between 1952 ending in 1969, the U.S. Air Force's official UFO investigation program known as Project Blue Book came to the following set of conclusions. No UFO reported, investigated, and evaluated by the Air Force has ever given any indication of threat to our national security. There has been no evidence submitted to or discovered by the Air Force that sightings categorized as unidentified represent technological developments or principles beyond the range of present-day scientific knowledge, and there has been no evidence indicating that the sightings categorized as unidentified are extraterrestrial vehicles. So that was the outcome of Project Blue Book, ending in 1969. But the fact that they picked it back up and they're probably still studying it. I'm sure there's some type of program, probably unacknowledged, that is continuing to study the UFO uh, phenomenon and who knows what else they're doing. This is this is really interesting, though. So when talking about the UFO phenomenon and how long it's been going on, it's been going on for for years, very long time. Many people believe that, you know, it's possible that at one point maybe extraterrestrials were here helping out the ancient civilizations, maybe integrated with them, who knows. And then maybe they left for a period of time because something happened on the planet or, you know, something happened to us <laughs> humans and sort of things got, you know, once civilization kind of got restarted and, you know, 16, 17, 1800s. I mean, we don't even have the information as far as what they might have seen. Who, you know, what did the, I don't know, what did the colonial see what did the pilgrims see what did the indians see well wouldn't they have like written that down if they saw any aliens well they probably wouldn't have been interpreted as an alien they would have interpreted it as something else you know 
I mean, I, I'm not saying that they didn't, but obviously they did. But I'm just saying yeah. we don't have like photographs and things like that from that time period. No. Mm -mm. But a lot of people have said in this in this world that it's possible that the UFO phenomenon could have really kind of got kickstarted and came back because of Nikola Tesla. Yeah, I think because of what he was doing in that yeah. his Wardenclyffe Tower that he had in Colorado mm -hmm. Springs may have sent out signals. signals and gotten these extraterrestrial beings attention again. Yeah, and that Carl Sagan message, right? Like after well, that. the Arcebo message too. Yeah, but that's way later on. This is like way way yeah. Back no, that's true. When Tesla was was doing his research. Yeah, I w wouldn't be surprised. I mean, he believed in them. Yeah, I mean he he. He pretty much believed he was. He may have even communicated with one. He probably did, honestly. So this is an extremely interesting phenomenon, and and as we've been talking about, one of the leading researchers and really just knowledgeable individuals in this area of what's called you know disclosure and disclosure of extraterrestrial life is Dr. Stephen Greer. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know who he is. He's actually a med trained medical doctor. He was a smart trauma doctor mm -hmm. for for a long time before he really, you know, left that behind to full, you know, feel like his purpose was was this getting the information out about extraterrestrial intelligence and UFOs and all that sort of thing. And he started like young though, like being into this kind of stuff though. Like it's not like he he started in his later life. Like he believed in this kind of stuff from an early early age because he claims to have like communicated with them are we going to kind of talk about that yeah or? no i mean we can talk about that right now because it makes sense so so dr greer as a, as a child had some very profound experiences with ufos and extraterrestrial biological beings uh he says he describes so he describes a profound near-death experience at age 17 which included an out-of-body experience with cosmic consciousness which we'll i'll we'll explain more what that means later but he shares a fascinating description of nonverbal communication with two light beings during his experience and the discussion of whether he should return to his body. And at this time, he was very sick. But when he came back to his body, it seems he was healed. That's what he says. Hmm. And he also had another experience with the UFO craft at the age of eight as well. So it's almost like. In a way, he was like, "This was his calling." Chosen in a way, chosen one, like just which star seed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> sorry, some of you may not get that joke. And then not only that, later on in life, while hiking on a mountain, he had a UFO encounter and actually met with extraterrestrial biological life forms. He then entered a state of cosmic consciousness similar to that of his near-death experience. And goes on to teach the extraterrestrials what it's like to enter the state of consciousness from a human perspective. He even claims that an, an alien touched him on the shoulder. And I'll link the video, but there's he actually there's a video of him talking about this, and yeah. it always sounds it always sounds different coming from somebody else's mouth when talking about such a profound experience. But when yeah. you hear it from him, yeah, you like, really believe him. Yeah, that's the thing is like I I have like a lot of. UFO researchers that I feel like aren't in it for the right reasons or I just don't trust fully or people claim to know things I just don't really get a good feeling about but Dr. Greer I just I sense such authentic genuine vibes from him like I think he he really is a chosen one and like some people may disagree with me I'm sure there will be um, but personally I've always felt that he's very 
credible and yeah and, and yeah. not making things up especially when he talks about his experiences because it just it sounds like he's talking about going First to the grocery store thing. or something yeah. it's like yeah. so normal and he's just like he's highly intelligent individual obviously and he's just able to like a lot of people that have experiences struggle to explain the experience struggle to explain what happened to them and leaves a little a, a little bit more doubt in my mind than when i hear him talk about things but it's not just like him talking about his experiences it's also the evidence that he's presented which we'll talk about more different things that he's actually seen firsthand taken images of video of it's very very interesting but to try to to try to give you a, a better understanding of who he is and what he's all about so he is the founder of the disclosure project the center for the study of extraterrestrial intelligence the Orion Project, as well as serious technology advanced research. He is considered the father of the disclosure movement. He's presided over the groundbreaking National Press Club disclosure event in May 2001, which a lot of people didn't even know this happened. I didn't know this happened until I heard it, this from him. This was public. This was like on TV. There was tons, millions, billions of people that heard this particular press conference. There was over 20 military, government, and intelligence and corporate witnesses presented compelling testimony regarding the existence of extraterrestrial life forms visiting the planet and the reverse engineering of the energy and propulsion systems of these craft. It was on BBC, CNN, CNN worldwide, all over the world webcast. This was the largest webcast in history of the national press club. So they basically in 2001 came on, on public television. I'm wondering if anybody that, was I, I wasn't watching TV in 2001, but I'm wondering if anybody out there remembers this, yeah. this event. Was it a big deal? Was it really as crazy as, as it sounds? And you can actually watch it on his website and he's talking about UFOs and how that they're real. And here's the evidence for it. And this is something we should actually be studying and that there's, there's good evidence to suggest that extraterrestrials are here and yeah. like, like basically disclosing alien life. Yeah, like, he was like disclosure already happened in a way. Because yeah. of that event. So bizarre. But unfortunately, like after like that happened, down. like, yeah, nothing really, really <laughs> happened after that. No. So after that, I think after that event, he realized, hey, the government and the Ill intelligence, the president are not going to take this seriously. No. Nobody's going to take this issue, the UFO issue seriously. So he took it upon himself to create these various you know organizations to project yeah create these projects in order to work on this issue and get it out there get the information get the truth out there about yeah what's actually going on with this yeah and a lot of people are very like critical of him um for like charging selling things selling his his movies saying you know but like when you don't have support from the everybody needs support it, you have need to have capital to get the message out you have to right. like you can't you yeah yeah so, some people are like you should just it should be free it should be it's like dude come on he has to make he's a doing living all the somehow he's doing all this shit all the time and putting his life yeah. on the line and that's how you get the stuff. word out more is by you know building up yeah what yeah so yeah, no, absolutely. So that's why he founded the Disclosure Project, which is his research project, working to fully disclose the facts about UFOs, ETs, and classified advanced energy and propulsion system, which is another facet to his work and everything is the idea of, of 
energy and propulsion systems that are being suppressed from the public that could revolutionize our world essentially i mean he's like he's wants to bring the truth about just about everything yeah that's why he'd be such we're like really hoping to get him on our podcast one day we think it's probably doable he's a you know a very down-to-earth person i think he would he would want to hopefully but um this is interesting he actually owned land out here oh really in crestone in crestone he dude that's so cool so crestone colorado we actually just went there it's like ufo capital it's it's It's, in the middle of nowhere seriously it's this tiny tiny fucking town because oh yeah we need to go back according to him and and that area is like it's like a vortex it's almost like a portal even they call it a vortex there's like some type of energy there that people feel It's super, super weird. I think the and Dalai Mar- Lama's been there. It's been yeah. like they have a no, they uh, stupa have. and stuff there. And like it's way more well known than I even realized when we first went because um, we just kind of decided to go there last minute. And then we learned more about it after we came home. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely need to go back there. Yeah, um, I just got reminded of it because I was just kind of reading through my notes and stuff before yeah. the podcast. And I just happened to be watching one of his video, which if if you're already intrigued by him, I 100 percent go subscribe, go yeah. watch all the stuff on Sirius to serious disclosure yeah and just netflix has them and netflix has, has documentaries yeah and they're on youtube i think now but, but i mean with unacknowledged like he's disclosing so many things it's not just about aliens he also has someone come in and talk about the cancer conspiracy like he he really goes there with a lot of different things because he really does see i mean to, he believes that jfk was assassinated he believes in all of those different things and he believes right. it's all connected to the same stuff. yeah well i mean his his one of his main points to his message is this idea of the illegal secrecy that's happening and the black budgets the black programs the unacknowledged programs that all this money that's missing from the dod's budget that we is just going talked towards. about last episode or the right. episode before yeah where is billions of money disappearing to mm-hmm. well they're going to these programs, which yep. could be funding nefarious activities, could be funding uh, different types of, you know, weapon development and, you know, and, and keeping energy um, in these propulsion systems secret. And he really does a good job of exp- because like so many people, so many skeptics are like, there's no way in hell anybody could ever keep this secret. Nobody can keep aliens secret. Nobody could keep UFO secret. A lot of people take that approach. A lot of scientific, really smart academic people say this is ridiculous. This is just absolutely. Because it sounds ridiculous, but it's not. The more you know, I mean, it's just a matter of education. It's ignorance from people that don't understand it fully. Right. So he he is not only you know a UFO, somebody that's really into this this field, but he was an emergency physician as well. So he's got that going for him too. Um, but also he uh, is a meditation teacher. He's been meditating for years and years and years. He's very spiritual. He's very in tune with the universe. And like Kendall said, the, you know, the vibes I get from him are, you know, I, I feel, Authentic. yeah, I feel like he is who he actually says he is. You yeah. know, I don't think he's necessarily like trying to pull fast one on people or anything no, like that. He Doesn't... has way too much evidence for this to just be all made up for yeah. money. Like people are trying to say yeah. that's such a dumb argument. I don't even don't even want to hear that. That has nothing to do whether or not the information is true or not. He's not selling it for that much either. His prices are very reasonable for oh, the yeah. information. No, he's and not the amount of a, it's not like he's making a killing he, off this stuff. No, definitely not. And he he like has to deal with so much bullshit. I mean, it was just like it just doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Well, the his last documentary, Unacknowledged, was crowdfunded like completely. Yeah. They raised like 
like four hundred. It's so incredibly now. well done. If you have not seen it, but definitely before you make an opinion on this guy, please do not let this be the end of your research on Dr. Greer because he is. I mean, like I said, we want him on the podcast one day because he is just a wealth of information and everything that comes out of his mouth makes so much sense to me. And like bring like I love how he has such a spiritual approach to things, which a lot of people are like, um, you know, critical of. But I like that about him that he it, it always makes sense what he's saying. And I don't know when he when when I, whatever he says it like all clicks back in. You know what I'm it saying? It makes sense. He he explains. He like, has so much facts to yeah. back it up and documents. The dude's whipping out fucking oh, yeah. article this and this. He's and this. got it all on his website. And he's met with so many famous people. He has proof that he's worked with like multiple administrations and like yeah. I mean I mean the dude's legit. He's not some fucking whack job. No, 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 no. In the middle of nowhere. No, you know? no, not, he is not at all. So smart. I truly think he is like a brilliant person. Absolutely. And I think it's I think it's a mixture of things. I think it's a mixture of intelligence, but I think he also does have this this deep spiritual connection to everything. Yeah. And what's interesting like you is you said a chosen one in yeah, a way. Yeah, exactly. And what's interesting is he studied the Sanskrit Vedas extensively. And, and that's another part I love about him is he really, really, he knows his shit, especially when it comes too. to... He grew up an atheist. Yeah, yeah. But he, I mean, for him to know, like he has such a wide variety of information. He has like a political experience. He has a health body, um, ex, you know, experience. He has the the spiritual side, but then he has all of this as well. Yeah, he's got all the bases covered. Yeah. It's very, very interesting. And he... he so like, actually, we'll get into that into that in a minute. But the I want that he like what I'm trying to say is the fact that he can like back up what he's saying with also history. Like he just right. he brings every element that I need to. He like, reaps what he someone. says. Yes. He reaps what he says. He it's totally just constant throwing facts at you. Constantly. It's it's hard to it's hard to poke holes in his stories. It's hard to poke holes in his work. Well, I mean. It's easy for some people because they don't believe. Well, yeah, there's well, yeah. some there's some of it where you just kind of have to believe oh, it yeah. or like oh, yeah. make your own decision on what he's saying. And like, we're definitely not saying that everything that comes out of Dr. Greer's mouth is like the truth. I mean, we don't even know. We're just. Yeah, I've never met the guy. I mean, yeah. based upon what I've seen and heard from him, there's a lot of things I agree with. And there's some obviously there's some, some things where I'm like. I'm like, really? Like I question. Maybe. Of course. Maybe, maybe not though. Because even with people like that, you have to stay a little skeptical, you know? Well, yeah, you can't go all in on anybody or exactly. anything. Exactly. You don't want to But be of like all that. the people that I've listened to, he makes the most sense to me. Yeah, especially since the most this field proof. and ufology and aliens is so divided and it's mm -hmm. so everybody's got their there own. There are a lot of scammy people in it. Unfortunately, there is. There definitely is. So you got to be careful, and that's why we can't like trust completely. We got to be skeptical and think about it. But I don't know. I really think he's onto something, man. He's a special guy. He is a special guy for sure. And and I mean, it, he's just got a lot of legitimacy to him. Like he has been involved in various presidential uh, administrations, briefing presidents. Yeah. I'm I'm about to read some of his briefing for President yeah. Obama. Um, mm -hmm. He's been contacted by people of the Trump as well as Putin administration, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, that's it's it's very interesting. And he's heavily been talked to CIA directors. He's briefed CIA directors about what the hell's actually going on, because yeah. the big thing about this is like 
the president, all these mm -hmm. intelligence officials, directors of FBI, don't fucking know a thing about this because they don't have the high enough clearance. Everyone thinks the president has the highest clearance. No, not even close. No, it's they don't. They're not on they're, the list for yeah. need to know. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah, and he's even worked with like what the the Clinton administration or not? They I guess they don't. Hillary Clinton never had an administration. Yeah. So like what her bill. No, it was well him too, but they also worked for with someone from the campaign, like John Podesta or someone. No, I thought he had like briefed someone from her campaign. If I if I am hmm, not, mistaken. I don't remember. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure about that, but but I know that the Clintons are very curious. But he's definitely he like kind of been like he's on everyone's radar. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, but what's interesting is he's never been allowed to sit down with the president. It's always been meeting with like chiefs of staff. He's never actually like sat down well, and briefed Obama. What if they himself. say some? What if he says something to them that the president's not supposed to know, or like it discloses too much that it has to go through a filter before it even goes to them? Well, yeah, and I mean, he's all about like let's spill the beans on everything, you know, like yeah. let's get it all out there. Yeah, he's going to he be brave enough to the ultimate truth. Let you know, yeah. put it all out there for people. It's he's so brave, dude. Like that's one thing that. When I first watched his movie, I was like, how is he still alive? Like, right. Well, that's what a lot of people are like. Well, if there, he he was really that, like, you know, dangerous and releasing it, true he releases stuff, tons of stuff, why yeah. would he be allowed to do this stuff and have a YouTube channel and do all this stuff if it was truly was top secret? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely see that. that There's point. a little bit of an issue with that just Confusing. as far as legitimacy goes. But it's like. What are they Didn't he do? have a reason for that? I remember in the documentary he was saying like when he talked about the bullet. Yeah. He talks about how basically that presidents or, you know, people in power are told if you release information, there's a bullet with your name on it and it will find you. That's like his famous quote. So it's just it's curious to me why a bullet hasn't found him. Well, I think the reason for that is he is so known now. Like once you're known and once you're yeah. out there. If you, you know, yeah. if you mysteriously something happens to you You're or gonna you get disappear, a lot of eyes on it. people are going to be like, all right, they fucking took Dr. Gert today. Like they, <laughs> they would know that, you know, exactly. That's why I've never been that nervous with my stuff or like releasing things. Cause I'm like, if they ever tried to like take me out for releasing something like my audience would like go crazy and they'd know exactly what. Yeah, happened. exactly. They're like, oh shit. So yeah, like, it is hard to take someone out that's well known. That's what it is. And and that's why the people that do get are usually not well known, Yeah, but yes. are crucial to the fight. Like really know something we'll talk about or have proof exactly and we'll talk we'll got to do an episode just on like mysterious deaths of like people in ufology and people there's in a lot holistic health and just different things like that where people or energy energy specifically mm -hmm. people that are creating new types of energy or using this tesla energy that he created it's and yeah. yeah and people like that being just dead all of a sudden or disappeared it's it's kind of crazy and dr Greer actually has uh security with him um i think for most places <laughs> go. but he's a pretty uh pretty intimidating I wonder if guy he brings security if he ever came to our podcast i don't know i don't know god i would do anything dr Greer. if you ever hear this please come to my <laughs> I'm sure somebody podcast. will will tweet this to him or something but <laughs> but i'm sure he comes to colorado all the time so we, we he's we, just the most fascinating man i would love to talk to him that would be like such a bucket list item it would be so cool. And I know you guys would love it. Um, I'd love, love to get his message out to more people. Yes. But I'm going to share some interesting things that he um, basically a, a draft speech announcing alien disclosure. Oh, this that is he so wrote. crazy. It is. It is. All right. Let's talk about this, this letter. So this is a draft of a speech that Dr. Greer has written 
at the request of two separate points of contact, one for President Trump and one for President Putin. And according to him, the two contacts do not know each other, but both requests were made over a few weeks in the spring of 2018. And he wrote the speech as a draft template that could be adapted by any world leader to announce that we are not alone in the universe and have had contact with extraterrestrial civilizations. And he actually says, you may forward this speech to leaders in your own country and resend and request that President Trump and President Putin collaborate on such an announcement in coordination with the UN and other world leaders in China, the EU, and elsewhere. Which that's that's a big big thing to ask uh yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't know if we're there yet would you even start yeah and i mean i don't know man it's really interesting that president trump and president putin contact i wonder who they are well that's the thing about him is he he has so many contacts he has hundreds of witnesses that he's he has interviews of talking about their ufo experience hundreds of them. oh yeah and i've had people email me that have gone with him to these ce5 things oh yeah seen you want to talk about that for a sec Oh, yeah, sorry. I guess we should explain what a CE5 is. That's not a common term for everybody. We'll explain that in a second. But no, it's just I'm just so curious. Like if he's telling the truth, that gives him so much more credibility. If people like Trump and Putin are coming to him, you know, that means they think he's legit. So if he's telling the truth. Right, right. Which I'm sh- I mean, why we would he take his word for it? But it's very interesting. Let me read you this letter. All right says my fellow americans or my fellow russians and all citizens of earth <laughs> that's an intense letter dear all citizens of earth <laughs> no you pressure imagine getting that shit like oh my god can you imagine writing it <laughs> he said it has come to our attention that extraterrestrial civilizations of great technological advancement have been visiting the earth for some time oh just go in on it just just oh. break it down the first sentence just you hit got, him, you hit him where to. it hurts while their presence likely dates from very ancient times, the modern era since World War II has seen a large increase in sightings and interactions with these advanced life forms and their spacecraft. It must be emphasized that they appear to pose no threat to humanity or Earth, but instead are quite concerned about our own unchecked war-making capabilities and violence. A.K.A. they think we're stupid. <laughs> right. Combined with our early attempts at the exploration of space, yeah, because if you think about it, dude, they know we've been like blasting shit off into space. And Obviously. Like, no, we've been on the moon and have a rover on Mars. Oh, they're likely keeping. <laughs> I know. Tabs NASA's on our like, asses. woo, we got a rover on Mars. Yeah, we're so cool. <laughs> it's like, guys, like, we could be way farther if <laughs> we could. You I guys know. didn't suppress the shit. I know. It's sad because people are so excited. They think that was like such a big thing. Oh, I know. I'm like, cool. They Whatever. Got a robot done on Mars. Crazier shit. There's probably a base on Mars. Maybe <laughs> the letter goes on to say that since the dawn of the nuclear era, these extraterrestrial civilizations have made concerted efforts to do reconnaissance at all known space and nuclear facilities. Hmm. In some cases, these facilities have been penetrated by ET craft and our nuclear missiles rendered inoperable. Such incursions appear designed to warn us not to use these world destroying nuclear weapons and are not acts of hostility, which guys there is footage video footage showing missile silos get mm-hmm. zapped by a right UFO. out of the ground yeah right out of the shut air. down and there's been tons of witnesses that have worked in these nuclear silos yeah. and such that have said like yeah dude our shit just got shut down we don't know what happened there was one like nuclear test where it was shut down right yeah mm-hmm. completely rendered yeah. useless they couldn't do anything 
That's wild. See, most people don't know that. If people knew this type of stuff, I think people would be way less. But they don't. That's the thing. Yeah. And and any video or photo out there that is actually authentic gets laughed at by like the media and by, you know, other academics oh, so that are stupid. like, oh, you can't scientifically prove that that's that. So it's fake or, you know, it's not legitimate. <laughs> okay. So dumb. The extraterrestrials also appear concerned with the rapid decay of our biosphere and environment and the extinction of many species on Earth. Yeah, no shit. That's a little concerning. We're killing the only yeah. fucking planet we yeah. have. Basically, we're just a bunch wow. of dumbasses that are. God, <laughs> I really hope this is like really what's going on because if if well, this is you want to believe, if it. you believe Doctor Greer, then this is what's going on. And if you don't, then whatever. But I mean, God, if he's if this is really. If he's really approached by them and was told to write this letter, it's really interesting to think about that there really could be aliens out there that are concerned about us. It makes me feel so much better thinking we at least have something watching out for us. It's almost like we need a babysitter like because we're just so dumb. Yeah, basically. <laughs> we have zero. Our priorities are so out of whack. And that's not our fault as a humanity. No. It's greater forces that be controlling us. Right. But. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. But I mean, all this alien phenomenon and you have, it all ties back into this overarching theme of there are forces at B, whether it's Illuminati, whatever you want to call it. This yeah. group of individuals, corporations, whatever, Pulling that the has the control, that has Corporate the world control. wrapped around its, you know, has their fingers wrapped around us and has us in this controlled environment limited. where we have limited access to the reality of our planet of extra tra- like all these things that are being completely kept from us. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It goes on to say since world war two, there have been extremely secretive programs studying the energy communication and propulsion systems of these ET spacecraft. It is time for us to disclose these momentous scientific findings to you. These technologies have the potential if used only for peaceful purposes to give us a new and sustainable civilization on earth free of poverty and pollution within a generation. However, if used for destructive and violent purposes, these same technologies could end our civilization. Yeah. I think that's absolutely true. Absolutely. And that's what we're worried about right now is like, hopefully these nefarious group of people that control everything don't have this, this technology so that they can use it in a destructive and violent way. Right. And that's why we need the public needs to know for this. And other reasons, the strictest secrecy has surrounded the study of these extraterrestrial technologies. But the time has arrived for the truth to be known. We are not alone in the universe. And it is time for humanity to become a mature, peaceful civilization and take its place in the cosmos with other advanced peoples from other star systems. This is so cool. Can you I really imagine, hope this like, is released one day. A president like giving this announcement. Like, Wouldn't just... it be wild if in a few years something like this comes out? That would be so. What even would we do? What would you do? Would you like continue working? That I wish day? I could hear this in Obama's voice. Like Obama's Obama voice? saying this stuff to all of us. Like no, fuck that. I want to hear it with uh, Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah. We don't need Obama. I should have Morgan Freeman read this. <laughs> it would probably sound like something like from a movie. That'd or be something. like scary as shit with Morgan Freeman reading it. It sounds so serious and like intense. So here, let me give just a little bit of history on this real quick because i find this so interesting and it just gives so much legitimacy to all this so 
if you go back to right everybody knows about roswell what happened at roswell I, we actually should do a podcast on that soon we have it we've no, done a video on we've it, done though. a video together on on your channel but we, there's a lot more to it than we were able to cover in that but going all the way back to roswell when when you know these ets if their et came crashed and were recovered by the intelligence agencies the military as a result of these crashes there were multiple crashes multiple craft potentially multiple bodies recovered by yeah. by the US government which area 51 comes in and everybody knows about mm -hmm. area 51 like possibility that technology or aliens were taken there but there's actual documents out there that have been declassified that show this group called majestic 12 which dr. Greer talks about uh, a lot as far as this group of individuals of scientists and military people that were basically put into this group called majestic 12 in order to mm -hmm. take care of this alien issue and essentially like cover it up essentially mm -hmm. keep it secret and they're really the ones ultimately responsible for keeping this hush for so many years majestic 12 yeah now with majestic 12 there's actually documents you can go see that have been declassified that talk about a lot of really interesting stuff even talks about how dwight eisenhower president dwight eisenhower met with an mm -hmm. extraterrestrial like a nordic human looking extraterrestrial met with the president Fucking in these documents what the hell yeah that is so show crazy. in these documents that the u.s government potentially other world governments who may is this have truman met. you said eisenhower eisenhower sorry because truman was the one who also had seen aliens he like talks about seeing a ufo yeah, or one I, don't, I don't. I don't I'm know if it's sure Truman. Um, There's so many presidents that have like yeah. connections to UFOs or like meetings about them and stuff. Right, but Dwight Eisenhower was was the one. But it's what's interesting is that later on, JFK gets looped into this Majestic yeah. Twelve group, and I think we've even talked about this. But the whole idea of he was brought into this secrecy around the alien phenomenon and knew a lot and was planning to, to disclose things possibly give a speech like this well yeah i mean the dude pushed the limits like some of his other speeches were were definitely yep. passive aggressively hinting at a lot of different things i would not be surprised if he was planning to do that and then there's also a lot of conspiracy theorists believe that he told marilyn monroe things and that she knew things and that's why she was taken right out. right so yeah it's very interesting that there's a lot of a lot of people that believe in those uh assassination theories believe that it, it was related to aliens something they knew about aliens specifically yeah no i i think it absolutely was i think yeah. it absolutely was i think it would be a moment like can you imagine being brought into something like that like on one hand you're being trusted enough to be told something so serious and monumental yeah. so like you have that weighing <laughs> on your shoulders that like you were chosen because they think you can keep this secret but at the same time how like you'd probably be thinking like what what difference will it make on humanity long term if i keep this information secret like do people need to know this do they have the right to know this and that's when it's it comes moral, down it to your moral, moral thing it's like your moral conscience that's like and i think he was a really good guy who just couldn't do that and they knew that about him that he was weak when it came to that kind of stuff he not you know weak in their eyes i don't think he's weak but he would i think he would be morally good and would share stuff like that yeah so, yeah, yeah i believe that that's what happened yeah 
Yeah, I think there's a lot of evidence that shows that happened to him. Mm-hmm. And this idea of this Majestic 12 group, that ha- there's so much interesting things surrounding them. And a lot of people have tried to say, oh, well, that's just fake. That's just like made up. It's disinformation is what some people say, which it could be. It absolutely could be. But there's been actual professors and people with doctor, smart people looking at these documents, trying to determine their authenticity. And recently they are starting to see that these documents are in fact authentic and there if that is the case then that shows that this majestic 12 group is absolutely real and mm-hmm. what's happening here because everybody's like any skeptic of aliens and ufos like if they were there if they were here why wouldn't they just come and present themselves to us why, why they just do come? you think they would be fucking would they? attacked. Exactly. Because we're fucking out. savages, dude. Right. We kill any anything. Look how we treat people of different races. People with opposite skin tones we're attacking each other. People with different political beliefs. I mean, geez. We're not going to just be like, oh, welcome. Like, they know that. They there's if they are here they know about humans they've researched they us know enough that to live we're here try to blast them out yeah of... and i don't know if they're here i mean that's kind of hard to say for sure but there's there seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of people who claim to know that well the, a lot of people who are high up it makes sense that they would cover it up and keep it secret and keep it you know really on the down low for the very for you know as like a national security thing they can be like we it's you know we need to keep you know our people safe and we don't need to have this you know extraterrestrial conflict going on at the same time if we open doors for all extraterrestrials just like zoom in and like be who they join society or whatever or just like yeah they don't probably want to do that no well that's the thing and and so there's some i think there's some type of like Packed going on. There's yeah. some group of human beings Rules. that have created some type of agreement with them. That's what it seems like. If there are, if they are just here, and they're allowed I mean, to it observe, it makes so much sense because, like, we would obviously attack anything that we think is different. Like, we're just not. We may not be evolved enough for them to feel safe coming forward. Um, I mean, whether they would in the future or not, though, I don't know. It would have to like be for a reason. Yeah. Well, what what would it take, right? Yeah. But let me actually let me finish this letter because. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you guys. Tangents. <laughs> so he said, "To this end, I call on the world community, other world leaders, and all the people of Earth to come together and begin this new era on Earth. We must make open, peaceful contact and initiate diplomatic ties to these other worlds. We must do this as children of Earth and not just one nation." All nations and people of Earth must be represented and empowered in this process. We must commit to keeping all weapons out of space and going only into space for peaceful purposes that benefit benefit all of humanity. We must bring forth these advanced energy and propulsion technologies so that the world's environment and people benefit. We must all agree to never allow these new technologies to be used as weapons of war. And we must commit amongst ourselves that if any nation or group attempts to use these technologies for violent or destructive purposes, Every nation and people on earth will rise up to immediately stop it. We face a choice. If we do nothing, our environment and civilization will degrade and we may face extinction. If we use this new knowledge and science for war and destruction, we will also surely perish. But we, if we establish a world of peace, humanity can now advance as a civilization that is sustainable, just, and worthy of exploring the universe. This is the singular and great challenge of our generation 
to establish world peace and to create a new sustainable civilization. Once we have achieved this found achieved achieved <laughs> achieved this foundation of peace and justice, we have learned that these other worlds will welcome us in the cosmos with open arms and hearts. So my fellow citizens of Earth, let us work together to achieve the destiny of humanity as an enlightened, peaceful world that joins her place among the other people of the cosmos. For this is the only possible good future for humanity. Mm-hmm. It is time for us to unite as a people and create that good future now. Could people take this note, though, and like not freak out? Yeah, that's the I thing. I don't know. Right? I still think people would go fucking crazy. I mean, it all makes sense. It's very well worded. But wow. It's, in, it's so interesting thinking about it. I mean, I would hope, though, that if we really did have aliens coming down and being like, this is what you need to do to save yourselves, that we would fucking listen and do it. I'd hope. But, I mean, are we still not going to take climate seriously even after we know that? But my thing with this is, like, this doesn't solve our issue of, you know, the powers that be currently. No. What do we do about What are they going to do in reaction to this? Would they ever let this happen? That's the thing. What do we do about them? I don't know. And that's where sometimes I'm like, God, why? It's why all don't very the, confusing. Why don't aliens or other star people just help us out star here? Star people. Just like help us kickstart our sustained civilization. Like mm, maybe they already have. I really think that like there's only so much that they can do. That there's some type of universal law that yeah. it, that they can't just go into another mm-hmm. planet and fucking take it over. No, because we need to. We, how will we evolve? Then? Right. We won't evolve into a higher species and join them in in the intergalactic world that there could be. I know that sounds a little crazy to people, but like, I well, really and, think and that. even on a deeper level, this idea of cosmic consciousness that we're all tied into and all these other extraterrestrials are connected into this cosmic consciousness, which makes up the entire universe, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're just not tapped into it. We're like, just just out of it out of it completely like wait like we said before it's kind of like we're out in the boonies we're like separated from everything yeah, absolutely exactly so mentally mentally and spiritually we're so disconnected from everything that is and that's like dr Greer's one of his main things is like he is really into like consciousness and spirituality and this idea that there is this cosmic consciousness which we can all get to we have to raise our consciousness first. We have to raise our vibration. We have to, you know, raise our frequency by, you know, meditating and allowing our minds to truly, you know, fulfill their true potential and connect to that higher, higher level of consciousness, which I know some of you are like, what? But And we have to be able to, we have to, as a civilization, stand up and fight back against things like um, racism, Oppression religious and, yeah. separation, injustices. In, and- yep. Mm-hmm. the climate like right. all of these issues are Saving serious mother earth are yeah home. <laughs> to show whether or not we're worthy of being that next type of right. level you yeah. know what things are we going to allow i think you have to go through these challenges and like if they if they were here at one point maybe they can only like help us get started to some point like help us transition to flat from flatworm to like human or i don't know maybe in the beginning they were here and that's why a lot of these ancient cultures talked about gods and this and that yeah and, um ufos and stuff but then they let it they needed to let human they left humans like okay evolve. you guys got it but now they like have always watched from afar i like to think of it like that i mean I have they're no like kind of watching knowing, us but, yeah it's very interesting it makes me sleep better at night thinking that like there's a nice i really hope if there's like an alien god like person out there it's a woman like a woman alien that's like runs the alliance <laughs> 
<laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's so interesting to think about. And that's what's so interesting about the alien debate in general is like no one really knows exactly. So there's so many. I mean, I have so much room for you to think. There's so much room for you to like come up with ideas and no one can really be wrong. So I'm curious to see what you guys think about all of this stuff and whether you believe like I think the real debate, because it seems like most of you at least believe that aliens exist that it'd be pretty much impossible for aliens not to exist in this big of a yeah. universe but the real debate is like whether or not they've been here whether or not they Are know about us whether or not they communicate these... with us it's all the little things like that that people seem to be divided on so i'm, I'm really curious and like the... to what extent do you guys yeah. believe in aliens and what you know are all the ufo sightings like aliens and spaceships or are they is it something else entirely could they be like mm -hmm. i mean I've even heard that some of the UFOs that we see, like orbs and such, are the biological life form themselves. The actual craft is the life form. That's interesting and could be true, mm -hmm. especially if it's like a really highly evolved civilization right. who has already right. had um, a uh, what's it called singularity. Like they've already kind of merged with oh, like technology. kind of like an android type situation. Yeah, where it's like cyborg sort of. Well, like did you, you said that the craft could actually be them? What if they're like transformers? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> one way to look at it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, is that not what you were saying? No, I was talking like a legit biological, like the what they're actually comprised of. We don't even know what it like is. Like they can like, just fly around and they are a spaceship. They well, they, but they're not a ship. They are. They're like a. They're they're like an or they're like see through they're like not oh they're we, not not of, material they're not beings like, materialized beings yeah they're they like dematerialized like, or in an in between state like an or interstellar that the aliens are like right not yeah actually formed beings right. I get what you're saying I thought you meant like there's the technology like there's they were joined with their technology so they were like transforming into well a I think that there's like that could be true too, no I think there's absolutely like you know life forms that are well, do you think if there's like other type two, type three, whatever civilizations that are further advanced than us, do you think that they likely are merged with technology or do you think not every place would have that? It, I think it just depends on the civilization. I think that without technology, you can be extremely advanced and, and do all these things like telepathy, without it. teleportation, all these different types of things, mm -hmm. these natural abilities that with a high you know with They're a high involved. enough consciousness then you can achieve them and remote viewing and all these astral all these other other interesting things that tech you don't even need technology for yeah that makes obviously sense. they're going to use technology because they've got to be able to you know right. manipulate space and time and get through the the galaxy and the universe and stuff like yeah but it's really interesting and one of the last points we'll i'll make today about dr greer is like his biggest thing and why he's different than so many other individuals is that he created something called the um, CE5 initiative, which is like close encounters with the fifth kind. Um, and basically through this initiative that he's he's created, this protocol is what he calls it. Basically through meditation and, you know, different generating types of frequencies with Tibetan uh, singing bowls, things like that. There's there's ways that you can actually put a signal out there, I guess, put something out there into space, into the universe that could even attract extraterrestrial intelligence to you. Mm -hmm. And this is something I we haven't actually tried it yet. And 
it's on our list of things to do, and I would love to go back to Cresto. <coughs> well, I don't and, think you can just do, do it. Well, you have to learn it. There's a there's is, is a method to it. There's a you got to be really serious into meditating. And yeah, I was gonna say neither of us are skilled enough at meditating yet. Probably not to that point. No. So I know yeah. for a fact that yeah. you're not. I know that I'm not either, though. Like, yeah. And I've been trying to get be serious about meditating for about a year now. Like I do it at least once or twice a week. At least I try to get it in like yeah every couple of days but it's very hard like most of it i feel like every time i do it i'm like i sucked at that like i barely can focus especially with adhd it's so hard to keep your mind clear it is a very hard thing to learn it's a total skill it is meditation is something that you have to like practice and well, practice, why do you so. think like monks do it so much like it takes yeah. so long to get to a point of enlightenment where you where can, you can sit there actually... for like five hours and yeah you, like yeah. people do that yeah. and they feel great they're like yeah. they're not bored they're having i'm like how do you do that because they're just you know really good at it that's one thing if we did get to interview dr gray i'd be very curious just about his advice on starting your meditation journey and like how you would prepare for one of those experiences if you wanted to do it one day yeah i mean he has all the material out there and you can learn it on your own yeah he does and um, we have it all i have it yeah i just we haven't done it yet but yeah it'd be very interesting because that that is like the most real part of everything because he actually has tons of photo tons of video of these um ce5 expeditions that he does which you can actually go on expedition with him which would probably be really cool we should do that sometime but um he also you know says like you don't have to it's not like i'm the magic man and you can only do have these experiences and encounters with with ETs or UFOs with me, but anybody can learn how to do this. So there's groups all over the, the world that do this. Um, but basically there's, there are really interesting photographs that he, they bring cameras and everything else to record it, capture video. And they do, they capture very good video of different types of UFOs that appear. There's even, I saw a picture today that was a literally a picture of an extraterrestrial being. I know as crazy as that sounds, he has a picture of, what looks to be like an extraterrestrial head, eyes, and this is like a legit photograph. It was taken with an ultraviolet camera, I think. And you can see the outline of a head and a body that materialized right next to somebody in his group. And this is legit. Yeah. This is like not bullshit. Like, and he That's the way so he was describing wild. it, he's like, it looks like a mantis head. Like they're like this idea of yeah. mantis ETs is interesting. That really weirds me out. There's like Josh and I love to talk about like the different ideas people claim there's like all these people who claim to like basically know inside knowledge and they know like alien races which Paul we, Hellier yeah we need to do like a whole podcast on it, but multiple races? people we can't get into the racists right now <laughs> <laughs> Four races. but um they did have I have seen multiple places that they look like one of them looks like mantis like a praying mantis mm -hmm. and then I got obsessed with praying mantises because of that whole idea so I started like being like I used to watch all these videos remember not went through my mantis obsession phase because i'm like i want to be comfortable with them if that's really what they look like i want to be like not too scared and used to them but they're freaky looking dude yeah. and like the Can more i learned about like praying mantises life size they're like one of the nastiest bugs out there dude they will fuck you up yeah like seriously they're intense so um hopefully the et yeah. version is a little nicer <laughs> mm. apparently they are but i mean again but they also like they look like um I don't know. They look like kind of spiritual. Like praying mantises do look like very interesting. They, look like they do look like praying. they're praying. Yeah, exactly. They're like always have so, their, like they're meditating all the time. What if all of them are aliens and they're like on the earth? They're like mini ones that are here to like, they're like yeah, watch us. Yeah. 
It's wild to think about, dude. It is. I love thinking about this stuff. I mean, we could go on for hours and hours and yeah. hours about this topic and yeah. Dr. Greer. And, and I actually we'll, got to go. We'll film. have to talk about more about him later. And again, we'll we'll do everything we can to get him like physically here on the podcast. We will make it happen, you guys. We have I'm to sure manifest it. I have to speak it out, even though I don't have him booked, because that will make it happen, maybe. Because I want you guys to like, I want to hear it firsthand from him and, you know, just be able to yeah. sit he's a cool guy with him i and talk don't to him. think it'll be a problem and he's actually reached out to me to do an interview before like yeah. two years ago on yeah my when channel. knowledge was coming out yeah yeah so um he was on joe rogan as well there's an yeah. interview with him on there but i think i think you know he needs to reach a young audience too and we have a lot of younger people and you guys are really interested so definitely if you're still interested in this type of stuff go watch his documentary serious you have to watch unacknowledged though i think it's better than serious well it's serious so, is they're different but i yeah. really think if you're going to start somewhere i would start with unacknowledged it's way more interesting yeah yeah, yeah. it's fascinating it's yeah. really good and it's on netflix so and he was actually working on another documentary about the ce5 stuff and showing all of the, he has tons of yeah like, it's gonna blow people's shit like they think unacknowledged is cool yeah they're gonna be blown away at the shit that he's he's yeah. seen and he's he's consistently supplied interesting bits over and over and over like mm -hmm. things like he constantly has these just new things i haven't heard from anyone else you yeah. know like that makes sense that's right. the thing is it makes logical sense and it he connects all the pieces together mm -hmm. in a way that is like, holy fuck, you're totally right. Like that yeah. makes complete sense. Nobody else has been able to do that for me mm -hmm. the way that he has mm -hmm. for this, this subject. And I agree. I mean, if you can't tell I'm kind of into this, this subject, I find it really fascinating. Kind of into yeah. it. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little, I'm just a little <laughs> bit into UFOs and aliens. No, but. we love it. It's like one of our favorite things to talk about. Yeah. No, it absolutely. I love like finding stuff and then like blowing her mind about something. And she's like, what? No. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, I totally agree. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. And you know, if you're really interested in this stuff, again, I'll link all of his information below. You can check out his website. You can check out his YouTube channel. He's got hours and hours and hours of footage and mm -hmm. and talks he's given and things on his I YouTube channel. I have a channel. video I did talking about the Atacama. like if you want a short one, yeah, the Atacama alien body. Humanoid, um, yeah, yeah, it's on my channel. Alien humanoid. That's interesting Sorry. too. Which I, I think we've already covered that on here before. Yeah, the one from Chile. Yeah, that's still <clears throat> inconclusive. But um, yeah, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode of the Mile Higher Podcast. Hopefully we took your mind a few miles higher today. I think. <laughs> and hopefully you don't think we're just batshit crazy. I mean, there's hey, some we're people not, that are We're not there. claiming at the end of the day no, that I'm this not, is all no, true. No, I'm not claiming anything to be true. We want to know what you guys you make think, up your own you know? Mind. Like, yeah. yeah. So, I don't We know. don't want to tell you what to believe. Obviously, we have our opinions and our own beliefs, mm -hmm. but... This is up to you, which is the great thing about this. We we don't want to mm -hmm. ever make you guys feel like we're trying to like force something on it. We're not. Mm -mm. We're just casually talking about this like as if you were here with us. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Check out Dr. Greer and his work. Serious, <laughs> Serious Disclosure. Disclosure. But I guess we'll wrap it up there. Thank yes. you guys for joining us. And we'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. And stay woke.